Matthew Henry's Commentary on the Whole Bible Exodus 35 What should have been said and done upon Moses coming down the first time from the mount, if the golden calf had not broken the measures and put all into disorder, now at last, when with great difficulty reconciliation was made, begins to be said and done, and that great affair of the setting up of God's worship is put into its former channel again, and goes on now without interruption. 1. Moses gives Israel those instructions, received from God, which required immediate observance. 1. Concerning the Sabbath, verses 1-3. to 2. Concerning the contribution that was to be made for the erecting of the tabernacle, verses 4-9. to 3. Concerning the framing of the tabernacle and the utensils of it, verses 10-19. to 2. The people bring in their contributions, verses 20 to 29. 3. The head workmen are nominated, verse 30, etc. Orders concerning the tabernacle, 1491 BC. 1. And Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together, and said unto them, These are the words which the Lord hath commanded, that ye should do them. 2. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there shall be to you an holy day, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord, whosoever doeth work therein shall be put to death. 3 Ye shall kindle no fire throughout your habitations upon the Sabbath day. 4 And Moses spake unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord commanded, saying, 5 Take ye from among you an offering unto the Lord, whosoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it, an offering of the Lord, gold, and silver, and brass, six in blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine linen, and goat's hair, seven in ram's skins dyed red, and badger's skins, and shit in wood, eight in oil for the light, and spices for anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, nine in onyx stones, and stones to be set for the ephod, and for the breastplate. Ten in every wise-hearted among you shall come, and make all that the Lord hath commanded, eleven the tabernacle, his tent, and his covering, his tatches, and his boards, his bars, his pillars, and his sockets, twelve the ark, and the staves thereof, with the mercy seat, and the veil of the covering, thirteen the table, and his staves, and all his vessels, and the showbread, fourteen the candlestick also for the light, and his furniture, and his lamps, with the oil for the light, fifteen, and the incense altar, and his staves, and the anointing oil, and the sweet incense, and the hanging for the door at the entering in of the tabernacle, sixteen the altar of burnt offering, with his brazen grate, his staves, and all his vessels, the laver, and his foot, seventeen the hangings of the court, his pillars, and their sockets, and the hanging for the door of the court, eighteen the pins of the tabernacle, and the pins of the court, and their cords, nineteen the cloths of service, to do service in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments of his sons, to minister in the priest's office. It was said in general, chapter 34 verse 32, Moses gave them in commandment all that the Lord has spoken with him. But, the erecting and furnishing of the tabernacle being the work to which they were now immediately to apply themselves, there is particular mention of the orders given concerning it. 1. All the congregation is summoned to attend, verse 1, that is, the heads and rulers of the congregation, the representatives of the several tribes, who must receive instructions from Moses as he had received them from the Lord, and must communicate them to the people. Thus John, being commanded to write to the seven churches what had been revealed to him, writes it to the angels, or ministers, of the churches. 2. 2. Moses gave them in charge all that, and that only, which God had commanded him, 
thus he approved himself faithful both to God and Israel, between whom he was a messenger or mediator. If he had added, altered, or diminished, he would have been false to both. But, both sides having reposed a trust in him, he was true to the trust, yet he was faithful as a servant only, but Christ as a son, Hebrews 3 verses 5 and 6. 3. He begins with the law of the Sabbath, because that was much insisted on in the instructions he had received, verses 2 and 3 Six days shall work be done, work for the tabernacle, the work of the day that was now to be done in its day, and they had little else to do here in the wilderness, where they had neither husbandry nor merchandise, neither food to get nor clothes to make, but on the seventh day you must not strike a stroke, no, not at the tabernacle work, the honor of the Sabbath, was above that of the sanctuary, more ancient and more lasting, that must be to you a holy day, devoted to God, and not be spent in common business. It is a Sabbath of rest. It is a Sabbath of Sabbaths, so some read it, more honorable and excellent than any of the other feasts, and should survive them all. A Sabbath of Sabbatism, so others read it, being typical of that Sabbatism or rest, both spiritual and eternal, which remains for the people of God, Hebrews 4 verse 9. It is a Sabbath of rest, that is, in which a rest from all worldly labor must be very carefully and strictly observed. It is a Sabbath and a little Sabbath, so some of the Jews would have it read, not only observing the whole day as a Sabbath, Sabbath, but an hour before the beginning of it, and an hour after the ending of it, which they throw in over and above out of their own time, and call a little Sabbath, to show how glad they are of the approach of the Sabbath, and how loath to part with it. It is a Sabbath of rest, but it is rest to the Lord, to whose honor it must be devoted. A penalty is here annexed to the breach of it, whosoever doeth work therein shall be put to death. Also a particular prohibition of kindling fires on the Sabbath day for any servile work, as smith's work, or plumber's, etc. For, he orders preparation to be made for the setting up of the tabernacle. Two things were to be done. 1. All that were able must contribute, take you from among you an offering, verse 5. The tabernacle was to be dedicated to the honor of God and used in his service, and therefore what was brought for the setting up and furnishing of that was an offering to the Lord. Our goodness extends not to God, but what is laid out for the support of his kingdom and interest among men he is pleased to accept as an offering to himself, and he requires such acknowledgments of our receiving our all from him and such instances of our dedicating our all to him. The rule is, whosoever is of a willing heart let him bring. It was not to be a tax imposed upon them, but a benevolence or voluntary contribution to intimate to us, one, that God has not made our yoke heavy. He is a prince that does not burden his subjects with taxes, nor make them to serve with an offering, but draws with the cords of a man, and leaves it to ourselves to judge what is right, his is a government that there is no cause to complain of, for he does not rule with rigor. 2. That God loves a cheerful giver, and is best pleased with the free will offering. Those services are acceptable to him that come from the willing heart of a willing people, Psalm 110 verse 3. 2. All that were skillful must work, every wise-hearted among you shall come, and make, verse 10. See how God dispenses his gifts variously, and, as every man hath received the gift, so he must minister, 1 Peter 4 verse 10. Those that were rich must bring in materials to work on, those that were ingenious must serve the tabernacle with their ingenuity, as they needed one another, so the tabernacle needed them both, 1 Corinthians 12 verses 7-21. The work was likely to go on when some helped with their purses, 
others with their hands, and both, both with a willing heart. Moses, as he had told them what must be given, verses 5 to 9, so he gives them the general heads of what must be made, verses 11 to 19, that, seeing how much work was before them, they might apply themselves to it the more vigorously, and every hand might be busy, and it gave them such an idea of the fabric design that they could not but long to see it finished. The Contributions for the Tabernacle, 1491 B.C. 20 And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. 21 And they came, every one whose heart stirred him up, and every one whom his spirit made willing, and they brought the Lord's offering to the work of the tabernacle of the congregation, and for all his service, and for the holy garments. 22 And they came, both men and women, as many as were willing-hearted, and brought bracelets and earrings and rings and tablets, all jewels of gold, and every man that offered offered an offering of gold unto the Lord. 23 And every man, with whom was found blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen, and goat's hair and red skins of rams and badger's skins, brought them. 24 Every one that did offer an offering of silver and brass brought the Lord's offering, and every man, with whom was found Shittim would for any work of the service brought it. 25 And all the women that were wise-hearted did spin with their hands, and brought that which they had spun, both of blue, and of purple, and of scarlet, and of fine linen. 26 And all the women whose heart stirred them up in wisdom spun goat's hair. 27 And the rulers brought onyx stones and stones to be set, for the ephod, and for the breastplate, 28 And spice, and oil for the light, and for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense. 29 The children of Israel brought a willing offering unto the Lord, every man and woman, whose heart made them willing to bring for all manner of work, which the Lord had commanded to be made by the hand of Moses. Moses, Moses having made known to them the will of God, they went home and immediately put in practice what they had heard. Verse 20. Oh that every congregation would thus depart from the hearing of the word of God, with a full resolution to be doers of the same. Observe here. 1. The offerings that were brought for the service of the tabernacle, verse 21, etc., concerning which many things may be noted. 1. It is intimated that they brought their offerings immediately, they departed to their tents immediately to fetch their offering, and did not desire time to consider of it, lest their zeal should be cooled by delays. What duty God convinces us of, and calls us to, we should set about speedily. No season will be more convenient than the present season. 2. It is said that their spirits made them willing, verse 21, and their hearts, verse 29. What they did they did cheerfully, and from a good principle. They were willing, and it was not any external inducement that made them so, but their spirits. It was from a principle of love to God in His service, a desire of His presence with them in His ordinances, gratitude for the great things He had done for them, faith in His promise of what He would further do, or at least, from the present consideration of these things, that they were willing to offer. What we give and do for God is then acceptable when it comes from a good principle in the heart and spirit. 3. When it is said that as many as were willing-hearted brought their offerings, verse 22, it should seem as if there were some who were not, who loved their gold better than their God, and would not part with it, no, not for the service of the tabernacle. Such there are, who will be called Israelites, and yet will not be moved by the equity of the thing, God's expectations from them, and the good examples of those about them, to part with anything for the interests of God's kingdom, they are for the true religion, provided it be cheap and will cost them nothing. 4. 
The offerings were of divers kinds, according as they had, those that had gold and precious stones brought them, not thinking anything too good and too rich to part with for the honor of God. Those that had not precious stones to bring brought goat's hair and ram skins. If we cannot do as much as others for God, we must not therefore sit still and do nothing. If the meaner offerings which are according to our ability gain us not such a reputation among men, yet they shall not fail of acceptance with God, who requires according to what a man hath, and not according to what he hath not. 2 Corinthians 8 verse 12, 2 Kings 5 verse 23. Two mites from a pauper were more pleasing than so many talents from a dive's. God has an eye to the heart of the giver more than to the value of the gift. 5. Many of the things they offered were their ornaments, bracelets and rings, and tablets or lockets, verse 22, and even the women parted with these. Can a maid forget her ornaments? Thus far they forgot them that they preferred the beautifying of the sanctuary before their own adorning. Let this teach us, in general, to part with that for God, when He calls for it, which is very dear to us, which we value, and value ourselves by, and particularly to lay aside our ornaments, and deny ourselves in them, when either they occasion offense to others or feed our own pride. If we think those gospel rules concerning our clothing too strict, 1 Timothy 2 verses 9 and 10, 1 Peter 3 verses 3 and 4, I fear we should scarcely have done as these Israelites did. If they thought their ornaments well bestowed upon the tabernacle, shall not we think the want of ornaments well made up by the graces of the Spirit? Proverbs 1 verse 9. 6. These rich things that they offered, we may suppose, were mostly the spoils of the Egyptians, for the Israelites in Egypt were kept poor, till they borrowed at parting. And we may suppose the rulers had better things, verse 27, because, having more influence among the Egyptians, they borrowed larger sums. Who would have thought that ever the wealth of Egypt should have been so well employed? But thus God has often made the earth to help the woman, Revelation 12 verse 16. It was by a special providence and promise of God that the Israelites got all that spoil, and therefore it was highly fit that they should devote a part of it to the service of that God to whom they, they owed it all. Let every man give according as God hath prospered him, 1 Corinthians 16 verse 2. Extraordinary successes should be acknowledged by extraordinary offerings. Apply it to human learning, arts and sciences, which are borrowed, as it were, from the Egyptians. Those that are enriched with these must devote them to the service of God in His tabernacle, they may be used as helps to understand the scriptures, as ornaments, or handmaids to divinity. But then great care must be taken that Egypt's gods mingle not with Egypt's gold. Moses, though learned in all the learning of the Egyptians, did not therefore pretend, in the least instance, to correct the pattern shown him in the mount. The furnishing of the tabernacle with the riches of Egypt was perhaps a good omen to the Gentiles, who, in the fullness of time, should be brought into the gospel tabern tabernacle, and their silver, and their gold with them, Isaiah 60 verse 9, and it should be said, Blessed be Egypt my people, Isaiah 19 verse 25. 7. We may suppose that the remembrance of the offerings made for the golden calf made them the more forward in these offerings. Those that had then parted with their earrings would not testify their repentance by giving the rest of their jewels to the service of God, godly sorrow worketh such a revenge, 2 Corinthians 7 verse 11. And those that had kept themselves pure from that idolatry yet argued with themselves, were they so forward in contributing to an idol, and shall we be backward or sneaking in our offerings to the Lord?
Thus some good was brought even out of that evil. 2. The work that was done for the service of the tabernacle, verse 25 The women did spin with their hands. Some spun fine work, of blue and purple, others coarse work, of goat's hair, and yet there's also is said to be done in wisdom, verse 26. As it is not only rich gifts, so it is not only fine work that God accepts. Notice is here taken of the good women's work for God, as well as of Bezaleel's and Aholiab's. The meanest hand for the honor of God shall have an honorable recompense. Mary's anointing of Christ's head shall be told for a memorial, Matthew 26 verse 13, and a record is kept of the women that labored in the gospel tabernacle, Philippians 4 verse 3, and were helpers to Paul in Christ Jesus, Romans 16 verse 3. It is part of the character of the virtuous woman that she layeth her hands to the spindle, Proverbs 31 verse 19. This employment was here turned to a pious use, as it may be still, though we have no hangings to make for the, for the tabernacle, by the imitation of the charity of Dorcas, who made coats and garments for poor widows, Acts 9 verse 39. Even those that are not in a capacity to give in charity may yet work in charity, and thus the poor may relieve the poor and those that have nothing but their limbs and senses may be very charitable in the labor of love. 30 And Moses said unto the children of Israel, See, the Lord hath called by name Bezaleel the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, 31, and he hath filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, 32, and to devise curious works, to work in gold, and in silver, and in brass, 33, and in the cutting of stones, to set them, and in and in carving of wood, to make any manner of cunning work. 34 And he hath put in his heart that he may teach, both he, and Aholiab, the son of Ahizamach, of the tribe of Dan. 35 Them hath he filled with wisdom of heart, to work all manner of work, of the engraver, and of the cunning workman, and of the embroiderer, in blue, and in purple, in scarlet, and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of them that do any work, and of those that devise cunning work. Here is the divine appointment of the master workman, that there might be no strife for the office, and that all who were employed in the work might take direction from, and give account to, these general inspectors, for God is the God of order and not of confusion. Observe, 1. Those whom God called by name to this service he filled with the Spirit of God, to qualify them for it, verses 30 and 31. Skill in secular employments is God's gift, and comes from above, James 1 verse 17. From him the faculty is, and the improvement of it. To his honor therefore all knowledge must be devoted, and we must study how to serve him with it. The work was extraordinary which Bezaleel was designed for, and therefore he was qualified in an extraordinary manner for it. Thus when the apostles were appointed to be master builders in setting up the gospel tabernacle they were filled with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding. 2. The were appointed, not only to devise, but to work, verse 32, to work all manner of work, verse 35. Those of eminent gifts, that are capable of directing others, must not think that these will excuse them in idleness. Many are ingenious enough in cutting out work for other people, and can tell what this man and that man should do, but the burdens they bind on others they themselves will not touch with one of their fingers. These will fall under the character of slothful servants. 3. They were not only to devise and work themselves, but they were to teach others, verse 34. Not only had Bezaleel power to command, but he was to take pains to instruct. Those that rule should teach, 
and those to whom God had given knowledge should be willing to communicate it for the benefit of others, not coveting to monopolize it.